Good evening, LinkedIn. It's Thursday. <laughs> it's Tuesday. It's not even Thursday. <laughs> it feels like it. it feels like a Thursday, but it's technically Tuesday. Oh my god! But, but to be honest, all days. I mean, the 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 days are made up. Like they they do have a specific order that we follow. But you know, somebody eventually sat down at some point in time and was like, "Okay, I'm gonna name this one Monday. We name this one Tuesday." So they're all made up. So I don't see why I can't go my own way with them. Wow. So from now on, Tuesdays are Thursdays and Thursdays are Tuesdays. I don't know what happened, but I'm scared. (laughs) Scared of the days of the week. Episode... Ah! Sorry, I shouted. Episode seven. We're back. We're still still running. The show has not been cancelled. There's yeah. been requests for us to move over to the US, but, you know, we, we want to focus on our UK fan base at the moment, so we're, we're just doing this for you guys. Um, we have our, a new guest on the show. I'm staring at her, I'm making eye contact. She's doing a drum roll, but you can't hear it because we've, we've got some strict rules, no rustling of paper, because some people keep doing it every week. Um, but, hello, Anna. And not Anna, the, the second it's Anna. Gonna be there's, there's two Annas. Let's just call me Hannigan, shall we? Can we call this the Dana podcast? The Anna? Yeah, we can. Or the double Anna? In our heads. I'm uh, already confused. Okay. Let's just call me Hennigan. Hennigan. Anna Hennigan. We're just going to call Also known as Henners. Henners. To some people. And we'll just call you Anna. You can take the first yeah, Okay, name. you can call me Polish Anna. It's fine. I reveal Polish my... Anna. Are you Polish? Shocking, isn't it? I would have never have guessed. Oh, thank you. Learn something new every day. So, Anna, what do you specialise in? So I specialise in DevOps and SRE area, primarily in London, but as well outside. And we have some international presence as well. We what does SRE stand for? Site Reliability Engineer. Really? Yes. That's interesting. I've heard you say that a lot, actually, and I never really get it. I just yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I didn't want to ask, and I was like, I'm hoping I'm not going to ask you a question that yeah. you don't know. You're like, I've got no idea. SRE. Like, I know I recruit for them, but I don't know what they are. Yeah. But what what do DevOps people do? The thing is, like, DevOps is quite new in the market. So, basically, DevOps was established, like, 10 years ago. And yeah. it's not really a tech itself. It's a methodology. So, it's a way of working. And SRE is a newer concept which came along. And they are very similar. The problem in the market is that the loads of staff, which called now DevOps, were used... To, you already done in the past uh, by sysadmins, infrastructure engineers... Currently, we can have a cloud um, infrastructure, we can have operation engineers. So there's loads of stuff different around that. Um, so it's really hard to know what actually DevOps is. And I'm not sure if I'm the best person to know. We will find out. We'll come, we'll yeah. come back to you on that. I have faith. You're, um, very, you're very informed. So. How did you come into recruitment? So my, What's your background? Oh, my background. Do we have time for it? Because I have a long background. Go, go, oh, go. I'm, I'm getting comfortable. One leg over the other. Let's do it. So as, as I'm Polish Anna, so I'm come, I came from Poland, um, my background is a bit different. So uh, in Poland, we graduate only once we're 24. If you do a master degree, uh, it is combined for me. So we finish school year later, yeah. once we're 19. And then I started my psychology degree which was master five years. Wow. So it's quite long. So technically I'm I'm not a grad, but in some ways I am. And I'm 25, nearly 26. Um, But I worked through all of my university. So I have like five years experience with different jobs. Um, I work in sales. Um, I work as a nurse, help nurse. 
I worked um, as well in RPOs, so it's quite similar. Um, hmm. So I worked there for two years. Um, so I've done sort of HR onboarding side. Yeah. Um, and I did work in hospital as psychologist. Um, I work in hospice. Um, I work as a trainer. There are loads of stuff. And I feel like this could go on. I feel like there's a, like, there's a little hidden finish. jobs that Anna does, doesn't tell us no, about. No, I just like, look, keep I, going. I, I, oh, I was a women for a few years. You know, I used to help people. I did. Yeah. You've got to do it from time she, to time. She wears many hats. Oh <laughs> it's, it's touched me. <laughs> I better touch you because I thought I was like, there's a bit of a silence there, but we'll, we'll overcome just, it. You looked at me like you'd never met me before then. Yeah, it feels like, I don't know, when you said hats, I just thought of Harry Potter and a sourcing hat, but you can come to that later. Oh that, we'll do a Harry Potter interview at some point. Oh, oh my yeah. god. That's such a good idea. But moving on, how did you get into recruitment? What? Why did understanding scream at you? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I came to England oh, like a year and a half ago, so I did have recruitment experience. I was thinking of going into psychology, but I thought I can't help English people. They are different. I can't get the way how they're thinking. <laughs> so I can't... They can't be helped. I can't... Yeah, basically. So I thought... You keep saying excuse me all the time. You're just like, sorry. You're just like... There's nothing to apologise for. Yeah, so like I said, I work in RPO, so I work with recruitment cycle quite quite long time. Um, I worked for a really massive company. We had like 800 people. So it was my own team was the size of understanding. Um, I loved my team. I loved my company, but it wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. Mm. Um, you were quite a chain in the whole process, so you were quite repetitive. Um, there wasn't as much freedom. So Cog in the machine. So uh, what I tried um, to get a job in recruitment and I got a um, couple of offers around the same time. Yeah. There was one really tempting because it was specialising in Polish markets. I thought it would be a good niche for me because I speak Polish and you can't. Amazing, amazing. I can speak Polish. <laughs> um, but... You can. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't. Cześć, mój kochanie, kocham cię. He just said that he loves me. It was really moving. Shut the front door. Dwayne speaks Polish. <laughs> moving on. Um, but, uh, so I got this one offer and it was really tempting. But then I interviewed with understanding and I really bought into the people. Thank and you. Yeah, it was. <laughs> actually, the weird thing is I do actually remember Dwayne from my interview process. Because he was sitting on the chair just next to the door. And he was sitting so late back with his understanding recruitment hoodie and I thought he's so chilled the job is not that hard probably <laughs> why not so yeah so I came to country quite quite lonely here so I just thought these people are quite nice so I might find him good friends um and then some money alongside um please Jacko and Dale don't listen to it I thought it's gonna be a temporary thing but I stayed I she really... stayed that's she what said. he does this is it they can she get rid business. of me she, yeah, and we don't want to get rid of you, you're great. Oh. That's not just so <laughs> She wasn't paid to say that, sorry guys. No, I wasn't. And how, how are you finding Q1 so far? I know it's still early days, what, what halfway into the quarter? How's it all been going? What's the gossip in the recruitment world? Yeah, and here is the sad side. So I did have a really good year last year. Um, I didn't notice with like literally yeah, the Pulp Fiction <laughs> theme song buried in my ear. <laughs> Every 10 minutes, but carry on. Um, so um, I was really enthusiastic. I had a good year. I was on target. Um, and coming into New Year, it's already hard to have the zero next to your name. 
Um, and unfortunately, the zero didn't stand too long and I was on minus 12k really soon. So I had my dropper on the beginning of the year, which always puts you a bit on the backfire. Was it the first dropper? No, it was second in my career. Um, and But it it hit me harder this time. Yeah. Uh, because it was just so hard to put your mindset in the right place. Yeah. Because not only is a new year, it's a fresh start and it's difficult mm-hmm. uh, because you still think about last year. Mm-hmm. And now it's even harder to get to where you want to be. So January wasn't the best. Uh, February was better. So I built twice this month. So Not bragging. That's so just, what I, not I, on the that's just what I do. I build twice in a month and a month's not even finished. So that's just how I roll. Let's see how it's rolling. Fair play. Fair play. <laughs> And what are the highlights so far of like your understanding career, not just Q1? Um, so the positive things which happened for me um, was that I got promoted last year. Woo! So I managed to squeeze it just under a year in understanding, which I found quite, quite rewarding. Um, and I started my path in the career, which I wanted, which I was really pleased with. And I won train of the year. So very good year. There's yeah. definitely no complaining there at all. No, no, last year was great. Um, and I qualified for a year trip, so I hope to go to Japan. But who knows? Interesting. Yeah. Oh god. This is don't, don't even let me start. Yeah, on let's that. not start on this. I'm already stressing. So. Yeah. And uh, what happened on Valentine's? What? It's a new. It's what? a new question. <laughs> I wanted to keep it within theme of current <laughs> events, and I was like, "What's happened Sorry. recently? Valentine's." So, walk me through. <laughs> so. Once you are dating, yeah. Valentine's is really exciting. Um, I'm not dating anymore. I'm married, uh, so it's different. She's off the market. I'll completely. I not I, open to new opportunities. I had my no messages. I had my placement, so yeah. this is it. Offer were accepted She's a year ago. Messages. Yeah, that's it. I actually it. got some like messages. Oh like, really? Oh, yeah, very weird <laughs> messages. I decline all of them, Fair just in enough. case my husband listening. I I'll, I stop, I'll stop messaging you, just, 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 <laughs> just, just ask, just say just Dwayne, like stop him, messaging but me. That's, thank you, thank that's you, fine. we established that. So we were supposed to have very romantic Valentines, but then um, our plans were cancelled because we were not bothered to go out, so we cooked nice meal, had a very nice dessert, and we binge-watched Star Wars. How do I get into this club? Like, like literally. <laughs> <What did> you... <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like my plan every evening. Oh my god, you just binge, binge watch Star Wars. Cancelling plans to binge watch Star Wars is just like, that's my dream. You were. Like, let's, let's just cancel plans and just watch Star Wars. That, that's literally all I want to hear every day of the week. Just missed two years ago, you just. You should propose, but you, you missed your chance. Cool. And Star Wars could be yours. <laughs> it could be yours. <laughs> <laughs> And by the end of this year, Anna, where where do you want to be? Where will you be? Mindset. Speak it, mindset. mindset. Speak it into existence. Make it happen. So I see myself by the end of 2020 um, as promoted woman again to account manager position. Yeah. With vision of having somebody else on board. Because this is ultimately what I would like to do. Um, I would like to take more management um, role and help other people getting into recruitment. Awesome. I think you'd be really good at that. Agreed. Thank you. Something very motherly about you. Oh gosh, you're my kids, all of her. I am actually your child. Yeah, I kind of like <laughs> adopted Hennigan once I joined. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, she is like, she just tells me what to do. But yeah. in a good way. Yeah, I, I used to be called like recruitment mum by a couple of people, so... The RM. This vibe. The RM. The RM. It works. 
that's that's gonna get in the title of the podcast. Oh my god. Don't worry about it. Okay, um The quick fire questions. The quick fire questions. Do you wanna kick off? Uh you kick off. What's your real name, Anna? So technically now my name is Anna Lynch. Yeah. But Ooh. first of all, no one says my name correctly. And before no, I got no. married, my name was Anna Gabriela Laura Krzykowska. Cool. So got that. No one calls me like that anymore. Well, just one more time though. I just want to see if you do it. Anna Gabriela Laura Krzykowska. Cool. It's a no. It's a no for me. No, no, I can do. I just don't want to do it now. That's, you apparently speak Polish. So. Yeah, I can. Obviously, it's a very common name to be honest. So a lot of people are called that name. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Anna, not Anna. 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 See. Easy. Good. Okay, Anna, I can do. Everything else. <laughs> Bit tricky. Um, what is your backup slash nickname? So we've got the RM, the recruitment mum. Any others? Lyncho? Yeah, it's starts... <laughs> I sounded like someone else. <laughs> I, exactly. Lyncho. <laughs> um, I used to be called like by my surname, which was like Szkawska, Krzyko. Um, Szkawska. In- Back in Poland, but like vintage Lynch. I don't even know. Vintage what... Lynch. I don't even vintage know what does it that's mean. Quite cool. I... I love vintage Lynch. Vintage yeah. Lynch. Yeah. That's quite nice. I like that. It's gonna catch it. Okay. It's got a good ring to or, it. Or as Dwayne called us earlier today, Anna one, Anna two. Just... I want to be one. Or Polish Anna. Polish Anna as well sticked. Polish Anna. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. And what's your um your favourite place to visit? Like if it's a cinema, restaurant, like What's your um, go-to? I would say restaurants, like bars and places like that too. Because it's kind of, I associate with like socialising with people, going out with my husband. I have some... You identify as a socialiser. Is that what you're trying to say? She's an extrovert. Yeah. So Just like to say. be out there. Yeah. Meeting the people. Understanding the mind. Understanding. Mm-hmm. I work for that company. I know. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, restaurant. Let's say restaurant. Okay. Any favourite restaurants? It's anywhere that I should go to. I'm, I consider myself to be a food. I like to eat. England and Poland, two favourite mm. restaurants. So the Polish one is easier because it will be a restaurant called Vesela. Um, oh yeah. It's where my husband proposed. Um, oh. And actually, Vesela means wedding in That's translation. In Polish. Yeah. Obviously. Nothing. I don't know. It could be Italian. Cool. Like oh, yeah, that was a really yeah. one. She's one of my favourite. Oh, my God. The tension. The cracks are starting to show. <laughs> <laughs> um, with England, I probably didn't discover yet so many places, but I really like Wagamama. We don't have it, this chain in Poland. I don't Poland, know Wagamama so. in a little while now. Yeah, so, yeah, I would say Wagamama so far. But if you have any recommendation, please... Where would you say? I mean, you can't really beat Nando's because it's just like top tier. It's just never disappointing. We you don't have Nando's is. neither. And other than that, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to go for uh, Honest Burger because it's the best burger in the UK. It's actually quite good. It's a very I, good I, I burger. Um, it's very honest. There we go. Um, where do I like? I really like the Beach House in St Albans. Mm. And there's a... Pr- look. Good breakfast. Yeah. Great I, breakfast. This fact. is just such... Promotion when we're not getting paid for this, but we're okay. not. We're not getting paid. And no. we're not getting paid. What? 
I'm getting paid by this. I'm keeping all the money. Can you imagine if you were getting paid and you just... Uh, I was like, uh, 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 no one's paying you for this. I know that for a fact. Cool. Um, Beach House, also Prime. Prime is always a classic, I think. The wings are actually really good. Never been yet. Not yet, Not but soon. soon. It'll happen soon. Um, so where is your... Oh, have I, is it my turn? It is your turn. Okay. Um, Number four. This is a good one for you. So how do you detox and relax? Because obviously recruitment's a really stressful job. How do you get your zen where it needs to be? You're a good person to tell other people how to relax and what to do. But sometimes I think you find it hard to kind of take your own advice, like most people. It's probably true. Um... She did a um, bit of reverse psychology on you. She's she got your head. She, she's messing up with my head. Um, <laughs> so lots of people would say, like, if they're stressed, they will go, like, gym or they will, like, binge watch something and they will, like, be on their own. Um, if I'm stressed, I need to be with people. I'm, I will always be, like, people person. And I the best relax with my friends and family. It mm. doesn't have to be something big. It could be just watching telly together yeah. or going for a walk or something like that, but with somebody. And we don't even need to talk, but it's about someone else's presence. So yeah. probably anything but with people who I like. So Yeah, you don't want to be with they're just toxic people. Mm. Yeah. I do the same thing as Superman. I just need to be near the sun and then... Uh, <laughs> but re- you can burn. It can just recharge my energy. As long as the sun's out, I'm happy. That's fine. Yeah, I feel like it's the weather at the moment is really tough. Like, it waking up at... No, I wake up at... <coughs> um, I wake up at, like, 5.30. Jesus. That's really early. And it's, like, really dark. And when I do go to the gym, I go and I'm... And it's still dark when I'm driving into work and I leave and it's dark. So I think, actually, mentally, that can be quite tough. I do think what is there's a certain um it's a vitamin D deficiency if you're not exposed to enough sun uh sunlight um there are some solutions like for example special lamps um which helps with dealing with that but for example in the Scandinavian countries there is lots of deficiency due to the type of weather um so the sort of like seasonal depression is much more common and it mm. can it can hit us very easily yeah i think it can be really tough um, and I think people don't really realise that because people don't associate that so no. easily with... Because they will think I'm depressed or very sad or stressed because of the event that happened at work or I argue with my partner or something like that or I couldn't park or something little uh, or stupid. Uh, but it could be something something uh, further like sun deficiency, bad weather, stuff yeah. like that. So we're ready for the summer. We are. So, we, even, we are. We're in I, t- I take spring. I hate mm. English weather. It's like Polish weather is so much better. We are. I feel like it's a little bit colder over there, which yeah, isn't something like, I could deal with. We have four seasons, not like it's here. It's always, always like cold, wet, and raining, or a bit of a sun. That's it. You don't have even snow. How you can exist like a country without snow? We do need snow. Snows. Yeah. Do we? Do you want snow now? Not right now, but like... Oh, you can't mean, with snow as well. You want snow... The perfect time for it to snow is Sunday... Not evening. You want it to snow like Sunday at like 12am all the way through the night and then you wake up and it's settled. You don't want the mushy snow. You can't snow mid-afternoon when you oh. just get... Yeah, that's just chaos. Nobody wants that. Um, let's talk about food. If you were a food, what would you be? What best describe... What food resonates with your personality? It's a tough one. 
I would say... I'm kind of trying judging you now. I'm like, what food is she? Oh, um, tell me. I don't know. I'm oh. thinking about it. It's a tough question. I would say I'm pierogi. Mm. <laughs> have you ever tried pierogi? <laughs> so, Anna? Have you? Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favourite dishes. <laughs> so yeah, Dishes? I thought it was a... A food. Yeah. Yeah. You've never, you've never tried it, honestly. <gasps> Neither has he. Uh, he I obviously tried it. It's 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 fantastic. It's um. So yeah, for people who don't know, it's like dumplings. Um, so just about to say that. Just in case. Dumplings. Yeah. <laughs> because they are delicious. They're comforting. They're always there for you. <laughs> and they are not. This. They are not like fancy or like amazing. The first you can see, but then you never go back without pierogi. So if you try it, you stick with it. That is an answer and a half. That was great. <laughs> that was it was so moving. It was so good. Why are you? What food? Ooh, something spicy. Do you know what oh, I mean? Okay. But Ooh. like, no, not like just like an undercover spicy. Do you know what I mean? Like, you just yeah, just something. I don't know, like uh, like a gel frazy. Okay, good one. Yeah, maybe because I had that for lunch. That's why it's on my mind. <laughs> but yeah, what about you, Anna? Mm, I think I would be. A fruit salad. No? No, people don't agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> what would I Why? Be? Just like lots of different parts of me and. A fruit salad with a fruity. few slices of tomato in. <laughs> Cheeky tomato, <laughs> yeah. which you're not expecting. Because yeah. it's like, you'd just be like, well, tomato is a fruit, so <laughs> that's why it's there. And it'd be like, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to work my way around those parts, but still enjoy. Okay, yeah. Could be fruit salad. With what does that mean? Tomato is a fruit. Yeah. So you think I just have to be difficult? No. You said that tomatoes are difficult. Exactly. Who said, said tomatoes? I, I personally don't like, don't like tomatoes, but that doesn't mean everybody doesn't like tomatoes. Do you know what? Who doesn't like tomatoes? Anna's not being interviewed, Anna two's being interviewed, but let's, let's no, keep I'm it rolling. No, I'm Anna 1. Let's keep you're rolling. mixing Anna. Sorry, you're Anna 1. This is Anna 2. Why don't you... And so you don't like me? I... Do you know what? I, of course, I like <laughs> you. We're co-hosting the, the podcast. Okay. Okay. I don't believe you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> How um, many times do you reckon she'll bring this up before the end of the podcast? <laughs> I have a habit, like today, when I was annoyed about the thing. Oh, yeah, the thing. The thing. And I brought it up ten times after. Okay, anyways. Um, I'm not bothered. Same <laughs> question six. Um, what's your biggest asset in recruitment and what do you bring to your team? I would say that I am quite organised, so I help to organise and time management for, for wider business sometimes with my team just to help people to organise the way mm-hmm. how they're working. Um and I would say that I'm quite social, um, quite extrovertic, so I do kind of bite people and I really enjoy speaking with people and I always find Did something... Did you say bite people? Bite to people. Oh! <laughs> bite, bite into people. Oh, never mind. Yeah, just walking around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, always, I always bite people. Oh my goodness, I was like... I haven't bitten have anyone. I had... Surprisingly. I know. It's been a few years and still, I still haven't bitten anyone. It's quite good, actually. I might appear on a CV. 
I would agree. my achievements. And I think you definitely, like, um, subvert the norm in terms of what a recruiter would be because I think sometimes you have this whole um, idea of an over-salesy, very money-hungry, kind of a bit narcissistic, probably, recruiter, um, which, of course, is, like, sad because you never want to be kind of that sort of a person, really. You need traits of sort of those sorts of elements but you can't be a whole personality mm. and I think you some ego but not too much yeah and I think with you you really like are you bring a very human touch to recruitment um and you show you don't have to have kind of those sorts of traits to be successful so I think that's a really good for the whole business and people coming in I think that's a really good um a really good trait that you have you're a role model you are a role model I do Aww. believe that what do you struggle with in recruitment I would say overworrying, stressing, um, sometimes not getting work-life balance and like over-checking my emails and putting my work in my private life. Um, and as well, if, for example, stuff going well yeah, and something is like really, po- lots of stuff are really positive and then I will have a negative message, I will dwell on it and I will focus on that um, instead of kind of looking in the kind of bigger picture yeah and I have to kind of reassure myself a bit more I'm the thing is I'm aware of that stuff I'm trying to work on that mm. but it's still a process yeah all you can do is try and change and, and fail no and you, then try again you have you have to <laughs> no you have to fail to succeed you don't know what it is like to succeed if you haven't failed a couple of times thank you thank you for the round of applause <laughs> That's like a little song. <laughs> um, my turn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to ask. Where would your dream holiday be? <laughs> I did it. I bit the bullet. Oh my gosh. Um, so I have a couple of places on my list. Uh, shockingly, I used to dream to go and visit England. It was on my list. Check. Check. Not even too much, but... Um, Further, maybe I would love to go to Cuba, um, to Ooh, Australia, nice. New Zealand. We've had New Zealand a couple of times. <laughs> who who brought out? <laughs> I don't remember it being mentioned on the podcast. The same reason. Maybe we should it. have like a group ticket or something. Yeah, we we should actually go back and write down. So I don't remember anyone saying New Zealand or Australia. <laughs> cool. Um, Maybe, cool. maybe it'll come into your head at some point. Maybe, maybe, or maybe it won't. Tomato, tomato. Anywho, that was, that was terrible. That was terrible. Okay, next Don't question. Who um, is your role, role model? I'm dead gonna, dead I'm, or alive? I'm just going to leave. It has to be a well-known <laughs> thing. You can't just be like my cousin's next door neighbour because people aren't going to know but that. I, my, can I say two? For okay, just say two. So, um, from a kind of well-known figure, but you might not know her because she's a Polish um, woman, um, Irena Sandlerowa. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so She was a, a huge fan of dumplings, that dumpling dish that I... Uh, I uh, she was a was really called, amazing woman. She died in 2008. So, she, during the Second World War, she smuggled lots of Jewish children um, and managed to, to keep them alive, change their birth certificates, um, risk her own life um, to help and put kids to Polish families. Um, the reason why I really, really admire her, because 
I read her biography and apparently as a person she was very shy she was always like in the second line she was never like you know breaking through but she'd done amazing stuff she saved so many lives and she was mm. very modest about that um to the end of her life mm. um and done something so big for something else so brave it's it's amazing and i do really sort of admire selfless it's you can't so really selfless. think of something something more mm. and another role model which i live more is which is you know closer to kind of real reality is my mom um the reason why is because so cute such a tearjerker <laughs> are you okay Jim? oh i'm gonna be all right just carry on so my mum can come from very poor background um so poland was a bit different um back then she she was born in the communist time her dad died when she was five there were like lots of kids in the family they didn't have any money um there was no money for education um she had to walk to school like five miles a dog and she really pushed into education. She was like the first person whole like villages around to get to um high school, to then to get to university, finish with all of the best awards. Um she managed to she didn't have any money, so she had to live from her work and like um all of kind of like she didn't have any support even though my grandma really wanted but they just couldn't. Um and she she's done like really she was like having a really successful career she she became like head of uh, head of uh, headmaster um she's done like lots of additional um educations um she she was really always busy woman but she always find time for me and I could come to her with anything and she's my best friend so Aww. you're so cute yeah, so I recommend my mom oh, I'm gonna be okay, gonna be okay. oh my gosh. Be okay. Wow, so I don't know so how we move on from that. So emotional. That, sorry, that's it, sorry. That's we will cut it out. Yeah. No, no, it's too, much, too much. No, it's gorgeous. So, um, let's talk about DevOps. I'm sure it's a Tuesday. It's quite Thursday. late. Okay. Who knows? Who knows? Um, it's quite late, so I'm sure DevOps is something you kind of want to escape from a little bit. But I think it would be quite good to get a bit of an insight from your perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you enter the market? So as quite a few people probably said, um, I I was chosen to the team. There was a need for it. Um, I started with two other guys who were distributed to different teams. So there were like three headcounts across the team seems that my manager was like thought that I will sit to the team and that I will enjoy working with them, which I do, just in case if he listens. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it was like DevOps chose me. It wasn't me who chose DevOps. It makes sense. The sorting hat. It happens, like, it happens. Like DevOps. Um, and what have you seen change in your time um, working understanding? Have you seen anything different happen with DevOps in particular or...? So I would say the market changed already. As I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, DevOps is quite a new area and not everyone still know what DevOps is. Lots of companies still didn't bring it on. Like DevOps has lots of hats as well, where it's lots of hats. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. <laughs> oh, God, I, I, I am DevOps. I am DevOps. Somebody you wears lots of hats. Are you okay? What's happened? No, what? I'm just thinking somebody wears lots of hats, that person wears lots of hats, so they've got taken those What if the roles. person actually wears lots of hats? I mean, I, I've got a lot of hats, but I don't, I don't really consider myself a bit... I, I'm more familiar with the phrase jack of trades. Jack well, of all trades. Jack of all trades. But that's not necessarily a good thing. The person that wears lots of hats. Okay. 
Who hurt you? When? I, I don't know. I feel like probably someone with a hat. Oh my god. Anyway. Yeah, we have the same con- saying. Continue. Sorry, Anna. Um, so I would say that um, DevOps market changed a bit towards more site reliability engineering, more security, um, took from a bit more sort of sysadmin background towards more software engineering background. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more specialised. Interesting. Um, and then in terms of before you said, like, coming from more of a it was more of an internal mm-hmm. recruitment hr sort of role um how has agency compared what are like the main differences you've seen in terms of recruitment internally and then maybe moving more into the agency type role so my work i would say was quite competitive uh, quite repetitive um so because i worked for like a really large bank so it was like the process has to be exactly the same so there was no exceptions. Um, the volume was much bigger. I would have like, I don't know, 20 or 30 roles closed a month, which I was like on board. I was doing onboarding for. So the volume was different. I didn't have any contact with candidates at all. So I was dealing only with like a business side. Hmm. Um, and choosing, <clears throat> working for agency, it was like a really good decision for me because I really enjoy working on different sort of aspects of the job. So every day is a bit different. Today maybe you source, another day you prepare for interviews, um, another day kind of closing the offer. Lots of you can have lots of quick wins where in my previous job there wasn't any like really big highlights. So you were you were, there wasn't any bonuses or any sort of incentives by closing like uh, closing your deals or, or stuff like that. There was only like a person of the month and, and that's it. Right. April 2017. Throwback. So what are your predictions coming up for the uh, DevOps market? Like what are the salaries like in general? How, how would you kind of, what are your overviews? So DevOps in some ways is different from other parts of the business because um, very rarely you will get graduate association like jobs as a DevOps. Yeah. It's not something you got into after university or after high school. It's just something later in your career. So maybe you have, that's why there are different backgrounds. So it could be, you could easily become DevOps engineer coming from infrastructure background or as this admin background or like development background. Um, so I would say most of the roles we're working on are much more senior. Hmm. Um, so salaries are already quite high. We very often um, try to hire people for six figures um, salaries and often it's not enough, especially in London where the market is the most competitive because as I said, DevOps is new. Um, so there's not enough specialists and there's lots of demand. Generally speaking, I mean, like, let's say you've got, uh, like, a team, say, like, 20 developers, which is, like, 10, even, anywhere between tw- 10 and 20. Um, how many DevOps people would you expect to be kind of there to look after those developers, so to speak? Where, does, where do they fit into that? I don't know if it's a set of answer on that, because some companies, even though they're quite large, they still don't have any DevOps. Some people from, like, system admins team will do support that, there will be as well developers which will work on cloud and automation and stuff. Um, so depending on the company, sometimes you don't have to have even big team. You can have five developers and have already building a team of DevOps. And sometimes you can have 
30 or 40 developers and still lacking the employee on the DevOps position. So it's really difficult to, to kind of like say if it makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, I'm sorry. Cool. You cool. can only do so much. You can only explain so much. Cool. Um, and in terms of kind of key skills, what do you think at the moment, what is the biggest trend you're seeing skill wise? And if you were talking to someone looking to enter your market, what would you advise them to kind of specialize in or kind of pick up? So definitely cloud, public cloud, like AWS, GCP or Azure are really important. More and more people have it nowadays. So if you do some certifications, brilliant, but lots of companies are looking for skills already used in the job um as well containerization tools like docker and kubernetes sometimes like maybe yeah, like years like for example a year ago i would not meet many candidates with that and now it's nearly like container yeah lots of like candidates and clients now um want to work with it they're really open for it so it's a really really good skill to have um so trends for 2020 is kind of moving to automation within like ai and machine learning space so it's something as well uh serverless infrastructure and as well something new as well i would say security is getting bigger and bigger and there are becoming roles called like devsecops which as well are quite new. Sorry, what was what? Dev? DevSecOps, so Sec from Security. Oh, wow. So it's as well something new. DevOps is evolving. Oh, DevOps is hugely evolving. We don't do anything else, we just evolve. DevSecOps. It's so difficult to say. So interesting. Mm. And just a quick one. If you're looking at a CV, what layout do you like and do you have a font that you like best on a CV? Mm. So what I really look uh, into CVs is not just listing the skills, but showing how you're using them. And this is often what I educate my candidates, because sometimes you see the candidate, you see the, I don't know, LinkedIn profile or the CV. And during the conversation you hear, like somebody's using um, Kubernetes daily that creates from scratch, like clusters and builds it in, in Kubernetes. And then somebody has it only listed in the tech skills on the below of the CV. And I would say hiring managers really like to see the skills in action, tech in action. Um, so I would say this is um, this is one thing. Um, I don't have my favorite font, uh, but CV needs to be clear, neat, um, maybe Calibri. It's probably something I would use. Probably it's classic. I, it's a fan just, favorite. Just classic. We're not going fancy. Um, I saw a comic fancy earlier. Well. Comic yeah, the whole team is not happy. It was, you know, we we all paused and looked. Yeah. Once you hit sixteen, you can't use it anymore. <laughs> it used to be my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you know, my dissertation point, was had to be changed. Like, that's got to stop. Word arts just stop. And you know, <laughs> to be professionals. Nobody yeah. wants to just see this. I do have a question. It's a little bit off script, but <gasps> it's it's something I kind of get asked quite a lot with a lot of my clients. And I know you've mentioned cloud quite a bit, so. Azure versus AWS, what's what's your personal favourite? What would you rather see on a CV, if any? I would say... Azure, um, brilliant. And it's Microsoft House, so that's .NET focused. Uh, Glad you answered that, thank you. Is Microsoft sponsoring? (laughs) It will be lovely. (laughs) Yes, they are. Please, Microsoft, if you listen, please sponsor us. Yeah. Please, please. But I think I would say... I more often see AWS uh, so as well. I would say G- GCP is really, really. Oh, that's my favorite. GCP is my favorite because GCP is like a Google product. So, first of all, like SRE uh, was created by Google uh, as well. Kubernetes was created by Google, 
and GCP integrates with Kubernetes in the best way. And I would say it's still quite niche cloud on the market. Oh, really? I know. So this is this is the golden goose. This is it. Like if if you can choose, I would say GCP because loads of people have AWS. Yeah. At the moment, um, so it's kind of given now. You expect somebody to have that. Mm. So I would say GCP. Azure it's still good, but it's like it's very rarely will set you'll have Azure with like Linux background and stuff. Yeah, I think everyone I work for on the .NET side, it's like we need they need to have Azure pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it's kind it's of like, like shifted to yeah. the to this side. Cool. Um. Awesome. And I guess just a question, kind of looping back into recruitment, um, a graduate or someone with a bit of experience like yourself um, prior to coming in, what, why are you, <laughs> what? what are you doing? Sorry, sorry, Dwayne was doing really weird things. Sorry, I've, <laughs> I've got a moustache and sometimes the hair gets towards my mouth. Oh, I thought that you no, just, just did it. Rest no, Leftovers. Just licking your arm. I, I don't know what I was doing. I just found that there was a hair towards my mouth, so I was like, licking it. I was a Sorry. Let's Sorry. Get let's let's get back to it. So, um, if you're a graduate. Yeah. What would you advise someone coming into this role, or if they were ever going to come into UR, what would you, what would be your top tip for them? I would say think first if you really want to get into recruitment, and if you want, just put all of you can on the beginning and just try to break through it because you can have amazing career yeah but it's very easy on the beginning to have like lack of success i for example didn't bill for three and a half months in the beginning um it was really difficult i had rejection after rejection <coughs> after rejection it's very difficult it's easy to take it personally you put in hours you put an effort and you don't have like realistically anything out of it um yeah. so something to look for and as well just to decide if you want to do it and if you do just commit to it mm -hmm. and what would your what trait would if you were bringing someone onto your team what trait would you be looking for number one thing what would you need as a personality or like i guess just a yeah like a personality trait i would say um just to be on it just like you can pick up the skills you can learn how to be more organized you can learn how to enter the conversation, how to negotiate stuff. But if you have the right work ethic and you're on it and you're honest with it, um, I hate people trying to um, try to be successful through others people failure. Um, and I hate that. Or people like being... It's a slimy... Oh, like sneaky, sneaky yeah. people. I, I, just, I just hate them. Um, so I would say person who will be on it, honest and just wanting to learn because you can learn it. I can teach you. Awesome. New person. I will help you. Hi. They're out there. <laughs> <laughs> They're out there somewhere. Cool. Um, awesome. So how have you found the podcast? Oh my God. It was so exciting. I had to call my mum. Your best friend? Yeah, of course. She like, listen to it. One more time. But my mum doesn't, my mum doesn't speak English. So this is a... Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to translate it. Yeah, no, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to do my own. I'm just going to do the voices for the free buttons. That's all right. <laughs> Could you, Check out could you Dwayne's Polish Rectorate uh, channel, which will be coming out later this year. <laughs> um, it was it was an honour. It was lovely. Thank you. It's an honour to have you on the show. Oh my gosh, I'm so emotional right now. And where can we find you? What's your email? What's your number? If any DevOps, SRE candidates want to get in touch with you for a new role? So 
you can call me, you can email me, you can go to my house anywhere. You can why? Call. This is it. It's you have to and commit to your group. And around when it comes to career. This is it, like yeah. So it's, it's available twenty four seven, three six five from holiday. If I'm in Cuba, you know, like, just hit me up. Fun. I'm here. This is you can pop into Cuba, meet me there. Fair enough. Sounds good. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to say your details? Or yeah. What? So um, you can find me uh, as Anna Lynch on LinkedIn or a uh, Lynch at uk. No, Understanding Recruitment. Sorry. You and Charlotte. Oh my gosh. So yeah, A L Y N C H, and my number will be. Oh my gosh. Oh one zero one seven two seven two two five 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 eight. Cool. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. 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 bye.